0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you. And you. They grow up so fast. Okay, you have a very full day filling in for the king and queen. It was just a regular day and far, far away. My butt is itching up a storm, and I can't reach it.
1: Ah. Get it. Scratch that line. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm pregnant. Oh. I'm the rightful king of far, far away. The only thing you're ever going to be king of is king of the stupids. Now, with evil forces gathering, Hook, Wicked Witch, and you, Frumpy Pigskin, Rumpelstiltskin, Onward, my new friends, to our happily ever after. Shrek is on a mission to find the true king. His name is Arthur. Pardon me. Ugh, Ew, totally ewes. Yeah, totally.
0: But the question is, where's Arthur? He's over there. Where is Shrek? Name doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, no bell. Where is Fiona? Charlie's got her
1: someplace secret. Where's the
0: baby? Oh no. <coughs> this summer, old friends are changing.
1: Donkey, princess, puss.
0: I am puss. The cat turned into a little horse that smells like feet. What's to get? New friendships are beginning. I don't want to be king. You have to change your tactics if you want to get anywhere with this kid. If you think this whole mad scene ain't dope, or what I'm saying ain't straight tripping, just say, oh, no, you didn't. Then I'll, I'll know it's whack.
1: And oh! the ladies.
0: Okay, girls, from here on out, we're gonna take care of business ourselves.
1: Are no longer in waiting.
0: It's a whole new chapter of the greatest fairy tale never told. I think that went pretty well. Dreamworks
1: Shrek the 3rd. I know he's a jerk and everything, but I got to admit that charming makes me hotter than July. Ew. the story of my life.
0: is love and shrek is life and shrek had sex with his wife (laughs) Ah, yes (laughs) man he sure did now we know it yeah uh hey welcome to dream jerks podcast dream jerks makes the dream work uh this is the podcast where we talk about every dreamworks animation film in order no matter what uh hi i'm kenneth and over here to my l- left is my friend, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your left. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. I think in the grand scheme, like geographically, in terms of like our location across the uh, greater central Orlando area, mm-hmm. uh, I think you are kind of to my left. Yeah. You might be behind me, actually. Um, yeah, Probably. I think you are. Actually, you're like behind me towards my right, I think. So pretend we are in the <laughs> recording booth. Yeah, that sits uh, above one of the uh, shops in the main street of Dreamdrick's Park. Oh yeah, and we're sitting at our table. Uh, where do I sit at? Do I sit at on your left hand side? I think we would sit across from each other, actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Or... Where, where would I guess it? Well, it depends. It depends on where the computer is set up in the room uh i feel like we. yeah i think you're left. i think you are to my left it feels good to me to like be looking that way
1: yeah feels I good like i
0: turning my right yeah i got yeah. more mobility turning right you do yeah same turning, for me to my left my neck hey well there you go okay this is great you're my right hand man yes um welcome john how are you today i'm good man Cool. I saw this movie and uh and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and the curse of the returning guest is fully broken because we have returning to the show, our friend, our returning guest. You heard her last time when she was here talking about Madagascar. It's Maddie.
1: Woo! Coming at you from far, far away, truly. <laughs> Wow, you really are. Oh, I am, I am. You
0: didn't, this is... you didn't have to do that, Maddie. I know it's theming.
1: <laughs> it. I love a theme. I love a theme. What can I say? Yeah,
0: Maddie is uh is talking to us from Los Angeles, aka Hollywood far, far away.
1: Yeah. Far uh, away. which makes
0: this it makes us a professional podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything anything real it comes from hollywood and now that maddie is in there she's there and she's here so she's our in yeah it counts yeah hollywood
1: insider right here we're
0: we're officially an la podcast (laughs) 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 what's up maddie how are you
1: you know i i'm doing great i think shrek the third may have triggered my uh Cat allergies, so thanks, Puss and Boots. But other than that, I am having a, a great time. Happy to be here.
0: Good. Uh, you're not in the Grand Canyon anymore, and you're.
1: Uh, yeah, you're, ascended.
0: Yeah, you've <laughs> climbed out of the canyon.
1: Yes, I have into climbed, the Hollywood Hills. Climbed out of the canyon into the Hollywood Hills. I did a legit <laughs> LA hike, and I'm technically an employed entertainer out here. So watch out, world. This is <gasps> things are getting wow. real
0: you wow. did you did you um oh,
1: wow Ooh. where's the
0: I'm trying to think of like where people hike in LA don't tell me don't tell me it's uh uh like where Griffith Park is right is that or
1: uh, I'm near there actually um kind of the next LA Instagrammy hikey spot down in the. Runyon Canyon, which That's the the Grand name of Canyon it. is like, it's a little cute little hill. It's very yeah. adorable and sweet. It was lots of fun, but I could see the Hollywood sign from my hike and was very delighted to see the far, far away sign in Shrek today, which I forgot about, but it all just came full <laughs> circle.
0: Yeah, I knew the name of Runyon Canyon. That's the name I was trying to think of, and it just would not come to my brain.
1: Yeah, I'm an but, LA girl now. Watch out, world. Yeah.
0: Um. Well... Let's get down to it. We're here to talk about Shrek the Third. Uh, let's get some information about this movie out here right now. This, John, we finally made it to 2007. Or were we trying to get out of 2007 before? Uh, <clears throat> we were trying to get out of 2006. Okay, so we're out. Because, yeah, we're finally out of 2006. Because I was waiting the whole time to be like, oh, well, I wonder what the movies are going to be like come 2008. Because that's when we had that dip in the economy then the oh. bubble burst for the housing market. So a lot of things were going to arrive financially speaking. Sure. So I was wondering how would that affect the quality of the DreamWorks films that were coming out that year? Mm. Well, I think you're going to f- uh, find uh, pleasant things in 2008, but we're in 2007 right now. So Shrek the third, this movie came out May 6th. Well, it premiered May 6th, 2007, at the man village theater and then re- released to th- like general theaters wide release may 18th 2007 is directed by chris miller screenplay by jeffrey price peter s seaman <laughs> chris miller and aaron <laughs> warner uh with a story by andrew adamson based on shrek by william Steig. This movie stars Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, Antonio Banderas, Julie Andrews, John Cleese. Uh, it seems generous to credit John Cleese as starring in this movie. Um Rupert, is in it. He is in it. I wouldn't know. I don't think I would call him a star. Uh, Rupert Everett, Eric Idle, and Justin Timberlake. It was made on a budget of $160 million and its box office gross was 813.4 million dollars <laughs> 800 that's that shrek money people run into the theaters to see that was almost shrek. a billion uh yeah that's the closest we've gotten to a billion for sure wow this movie we made more than shrek 2 <laughs> it did <laughs> it really did um john yes could you please remind me what happened in this movie? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that for you. And now we're go- we're gonna do that in a segment we like to call plot synapses. Brought to you by Red Rooster, <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah, not yet. We'll we'll get there. Oh, we have yeah. more. You know what? We'll do this first, and then uh, we have interesting information that you have. Uh, related to Red Rooster, but let's get through the plot synapses first. Okay. I sat down and I watched Shrek the Third and I took notes on what I saw, what happened on the screen in front of me. And I didn't look up any any kind of things on IMDb or anything like that. And now I would like to uh, present to you uh, in hopefully less than a minute and 30 seconds, uh, the plop synapsis to Shrek the Third. Kenneth, and are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? I am ready. Well, then, lights, <clears throat> camera, action. Prince Charming vows revenge as we find out the king of Far, Far Away is sick. Shrek and Fiona are helping rule the kingdom until they can return back to their swamp. Unfortunately, the king croaks, but before he does, he assigns Shrek with finding the next heir to the throne, Arthur. Prince Charming finds out about the king's death and goes to a nearby tavern to rally fairytale villains together to take over the kingdom. Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in Boots set out to find Arthur, but before they do, Fiona lets Shrek know that she's pregnant. Ta-ta! Shrek is reluctant about being a father because he feels like he wouldn't be good enough. Shrek and his friends land at Worcestershire, which happens to be a high School. They find Arthur, who is the school's punching bag, and start making their way back. Meanwhile, Far Far Away becomes under attack from Prince Charming and all his villains. Fiona, her mom, and her princess friends make their escape, while the enchanted fairy tale characters spill the beans on where Shrek is and what he's doing. Shrek and Arthur fight and end up crashing the boat that they're on, delaying on getting back to Far Far Away. They run into Merlin, who helps them realize that they both need each other to get ready for their callings. Fiona and her friends escape the castle and take a wrong turn right into Prince Charming. Rapunzel sells out Fiona and her friends in order to rule Far Far Away with Prince Charming. Charming. Captain Hook and the villains ambush Shrek and friends, and they find out that Charming is now king. Merlin casts a spell that sends them to Far Far Away, but Donkey and Puss switch bodies as the side effect of the magic. Shrek is captured by Charming and reveals to Arthur that he wasn't next in line through the throne, but Shrek was and Shrek didn't want the throne. Shrek and Arthur have a fallout, I guess. Fiona and her princess friends escape the dungeon with Puss and Donkey. Charming puts together a dinner theater show where he plans on killing Shrek. Arthur runs into the fairy, fairy tale creatures where he finds out that Shrek saved him by taking the heat off of him. Everyone crashes the theater show and Arthur saves the day by talking things out and becomes king shrek and fiona have ogre babies and live happily ever after john yes i hope you still have peas left over from two weeks ago because unfortunately this time you came in at a minute and 33 seconds no the peas I yeah. I want the peas. You'll have to go on two weeks without fresh peas. No <laughs> from Red Rooster. I don't want two week old peas. I'm sorry. Oh. No. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: No. John is not
0: a winner winner. This time, John's for dinner. I'm for dinner? Yeah, that's what happens when no, you eat I don't want to get eaten. Well, you should have talked faster. Mm. <laughs> I tried. Um, speaking of Red Rooster, you talked to a not an an Australian friend of ours, yes, and she gave you lots of information about fast food in Australia. She did. I talked to one of our coworkers who uh lived in Australia for uh, I up until two thousand seventeen, and then moved to Florida, and I. Got a chance to talk to her the other day at work, and I asked her, so we've been talking a lot about Australian fast food places because of the fast food toy Mm tie-ins, and we had just found out about Red Rooster and found out about Hungry Jack's, and I had to ask her, hey, do you know about these places, or are there any other fast food places that are like pretty big over there? And uh, she says that she remembers there being a Red Rooster in downtown Sydney, uh, but the parking lot was always empty and yet somehow it stayed open. Hmm. Like somehow people were still going to this particular Red Rooster. Um. everybody's just walking there yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> probably taking their kangaroos all the um, all the fit physically fit people in sydney just wa- walk <laughs> yeah. to red rooster for lunch uh she says peas are an australian thing however peas from a fast food restaurant aren't a very appetizing thing um hmm. and i'm trying to think of what would be like a good so like, maybe like a like an apple pie from McDonald's. Yeah, it's okay, but it's not good as a slice of apple pie. If that makes any sense, I I, I don't know if I'm making the same like uh, I think similarity. I know it. Yeah, I feel like I know what you mean though. It's like, yeah, maybe. Yes, it's apple pie, but it's maybe it's kind of like Boston apple. Market stuffing. You know? Okay. It yes, it is stuffing, but it's not quality stuffing. Yeah, yeah. And having stuffing from a fast food joint is kind of like, Meh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, okay. And she says that she was rarely ate at Red Rooster, and she and she also knew about Hungry Jacks, but it's it's Burger King, so nothing new mm. there. Yeah. But she says that her favorite places to go to in Australia to eat fast food have been Nando's uh or Oporto's. Oporto's? Oporto's. O-P-O-R-T-O-S. Okay. And chip shops. Uh Now, chip shops are basically like local businesses that serve food. Kind of like how, especially if you live in Florida, if you go to a a marketplace or a mini mall that has a Publix nine times out of 10, right next to the Publix inside of that shopping center is going to be a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. That's the same with chip shops over in Australia, but they, they're n- normally near like uh, busy business centers or sometimes in, in uh, like downtown, uh, so not downtown, like suburbs They'll have like a street that has businesses on either side of the street next to homes and everything, and there'll be a chip shop there. I want to see like what kind of things they have at chip shops. Yeah, look it up. I, I uh, uh, while you're looking that up, I will talk to about Nando's. Okay, uh, it's it's an all grilled uh, chicken uh, with spices kind of uh, fast food place, kind of like a. A lot of the items that I saw on the menu kind of gave me the uh, feeling that it feels very similar to a uh, pollo tropical. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And uh, Oporto's deals in uh, chicken burgers. Now, they're uh, they're chicken sandwiches. But uh, in Australia, if it's on a hamburger bun, it's a burger. So they're chicken burgers. Okay. So unlike where we would call... Any, it has to have a beef patty for us to call it a burger. Right. U- unless unless it's like specifically an alternative to a beef patty, like a veggie burger or a like an impossible burger or something like that. Yes. Where it's kind of like imitating the feel of a beef patty. Uh, but if it's chicken on a burger bun, for us, it's a chicken sandwich. Yes. Okay. Um, And Oporto's, it, it's a, a Portuguese style of food so it's very savory uh kind of chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there it is. It looks like chip shops have uh fish and chips from from this just quick Google search of uh of just Australian chip shops. Every every result is about fish and chips. So, okay. I love fish and chips. Yeah, fish and chips are great. And that kind of makes sense because it's uh, uh Australian has that background of of having a lot of uh European English yeah settlers there and everything so Cool. Well, there we go. There's your update on Australian food, everyone. I know that you are here. That's why you're here. Uh, You come to us for information about what they like to eat in Australia. So there it is. Yeah. Eloise, if you're listening, if you uh, have any feelings about Oporto's, Nando's, or chip shops, please let us know. Yeah, I would love that. Maddie, how do you feel about Australian fast food? Are you as passionate about it as we are?
1: Listen, I just, I love a good pee. Um, I love (laughs) the idea of, you know, not getting in my car to go get them, but instead walking to a restaurant with an empty parking lot, opening the door and like (laughs) taking a stroll home, eating my peas. That sounds incredible. Like
0: walking, walking to a restaurant with an empty parking lot, going inside and seeing that it's full of uh, people who had a brisk walk moments ago
1: yeah iconic like healthy living moment uh yeah <laughs> yeah maybe australia is next honestly we should go for peas I,
0: i'm dying to go to australia <laughs> uh what, what we when we when you were here last time and we talking about madagascar we talked about was that when we talked about hungry jacks
1: oh i think so we definitely talked a lot about fast food peas and looked at the okay menu. then yeah
0: oh so no, wait. That's when we discovered Red Rooster. I think, then,
1: yeah, I think it's when we discovered Red Rooster.
0: Yeah, because that's where the Madagascar toys came from. Okay, which place had a, which which movie had Hungry Jack toys? I don't remember. Well, Maddie, <laughs> you were here for the birth of our most beloved uh, running bit, which no <laughs> one, probably no one, actually likes.
1: <laughs> no, they love it. Kind of, they love it. <laughs> Please awesome. write in and
0: let us know if you wish we would stop talking about this. <laughs> we probably won't, but we'll talk, no. maybe we'll talk about it a little bit less. Yeah, The saga will continue. Well, should we move on to the actual subject of today's episode? Shrek the Third. Wait, what? Should we talk about Shrek the Third? No, let's end the episode right now. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Maddie, do you have any plugs?
1: Hey, I'll, I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> this has been fun.
0: <laughs> I like how she hesitated before she said the word fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had to like, rile up all my energy yeah. so you would know that this has been great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Maddie, why, why, why are you here to talk about Shrek the Third? Uh, You you chose to be here for this film. You selected it out of a list of many. Uh, How come?
1: Listen, any Shrek is a good time. This one specifically, honestly, uh, I when I was looking at the list of DreamWorks opportunities to hang out with Mm -hmm. you, Dream Jerks, I realized. I don't think I can name the plot of Shrek the third, so I should probably come on for that one, uh, so I can be a woman of the people. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. Very, very good girl power moments, which is basically all I'm here for. It's like girl power moments, great outfits, roasting of dinner theater. It has a lot of my favorite themes in it.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Uh, John. Yes. First impressions. How do you feel about Shrek the Third? Um, so it, it was a Shrek movie, and mm, I, I I found that to be true as well. Yes, um, I those were that's in my notes here. <laughs> but I feel like it relied too heavily on the, the the formula that Shrek movies usually follow, which is Shrek is an ogre that doesn't want to necessarily change where he's at. He wants things to stay where they are because he feels like he's the most happiest where he's at. And then he's called to adventure. And Mm -hmm. through that adventure, he discovers something new about himself or discovers uh, that, one way that he felt earlier in our story, he now feels differently about it or he comes to an understanding or discovers something new about him. And then there's a moment where there's a falling out of two characters and there's sad music <laughs> and then there's a rescue mission and there's pumped up music and happily ever after that's, that's a Shrek formula. Yeah. Yeah and yeah. it and this movie definitely followed that formula. Uh, maybe so, a little bit too much. Maybe a little bit too much. I, i've I've seen this twice already. To have seen it a third time was kind of like, okay, so we're not doing anything new. We're kind of sticking to what we know. But hey, it was a tidy, what was it seventy six minutes? Well, actually, I looked let me see. is it that feels that feels impossibly short. Wikipedia says that this movie is 93 minutes, but if we look at... uh, I'm, I'm going to go try to find the runtime, but... Yeah, I maybe, don't know what... Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. I don't know what it is about Shrek the Third. To me, I don't know if it's just... I don't know what it is. I just don't really love Shrek the Third. There's like something about it I can't put my finger on that just doesn't work as well for me about than the, as it does in the first two. Maddie, I think it's you and you against us. You got to convince us why Shrek the third is good. I
1: don't think I can convince you of that. I think I'll stand by what I said earlier is that I couldn't remember the plot. <laughs> 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 and Maybe there's a reason why I couldn't. But I do yeah. think You're it right. had some redeeming parts. I think it had some redeeming jokes is it my favorite shrek property no it's the one that i couldn't remember the plot to.
0: yeah <laughs> it's it's a weird feeling because i i, I came into this knowing i've I, I rewatched all the shrek movies recently before starting this show uh and so i knew already kind of how i felt about shrek the third and watching it this time trying to kind of watch it analytically and understand why I it, it, it's the weakest of the Shrek movies for me. I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint anything, any reason why it just, it just isn't as good. And I can't articulate the reasons. Oh, was it because of the nightmare scene? I mean, oh, the nightmare scene doesn't help. <laughs> it's definitely very effective. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think John makes a really good point, too, is that it is very much like, here's the Shrek formula. Let's just drag and drop some different characters with, like, Justin Timberlake this time. It almost felt like somebody was trying to write, like, a spec script for Shrek, and they just did, like, a drag and drop of, like, oh, here's where, you know, there needs to be a really awesome song mashup, storming the castle moment, you know?
0: Right yeah or like well okay let's talk about the good stuff there was definitely some moments that made me laugh pretty hard for example uh when when someone who works like part of the castle staff opens the door to shrek and fiona's bedroom and shrek says somebody better be dying and cut to (laughs) the the king i'm dying yeah that was pretty good
1: That's good
0: That's good um I liked it when uh, Prince Charming is in the villain bar, and he gets everybody to like come over to his side, and you know they they say, "Yeah, we do think that we deserve more," and so they all start celebrating, and it becomes a fight, and you just see like villains gonna villain, yeah, just uh, a brawl breaks out. Yeah, a brawl breaks out because they have decided to work together. Yeah. <laughs> uh that was pretty good um oh this part made me laugh so hard Uh, towards the end of the movie when uh when Artie is uh coming into his own and kind of taking the role of king and kind of accepting it uh you know and he's basically saying what shrek told him which is you know just because people say that you are something doesn't mean that you are that and what matters is what you think of yourself and what you believe that you are and uh that if you feel you know stuck or whatever the only person standing in your way is you and he points at someone in the crowd i think it's rumpelstiltskin yeah it is and he's like me and everyone's like let's get him <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like they're going to get rumpelstiltskin and and every he, everything's going to be fine <laughs> he's in their way he's the reason yeah. why. that was that made me laugh really hard um Other than that, I don't think there were any really funny moments in this movie. (laughs) I don't know. Can you think of any? Was there any other standout moments for you? For either of you?
1: Uh... I had something I enjoyed. Um, Mm -hmm. top, Top of film. We're in the dinner theater. Tower falls on Charming, and this is when he has his moment of like, here's what I have to do. I have to avenge my life. Yeah. End of film. Callback. Bigger tower with higher production budget falls on charming. I loved, I loved that. It was very full circle, very <laughs> delightful, very physical gag. Lots of yeah. fun. So that yeah. that gets a thumbs up from me.
0: Does it kill him? I think it does. Mm.
1: It's definitely implied that he's he's not getting up out of it the second time like yeah. he does the first time. <laughs> because
0: yeah. what what happens to him at the end of uh Shrek 2? He just gets punched, right? Or he gets headbutted? Yeah, Fiona headbutts him. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, I like and I haven't seen Shrek Forever After so I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't show up in Shrek Forever After, then it's it's safe to assume that he died. And everyone was just okay with it.
1: Yeah, everyone watched
0: a man get crushed to death by a tower. And they're like, well, now you're the king. Yeah. <laughs> Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's in high school. Uh, but he's pretty small. I mean, okay. he w- he...
1: But also, like... <laughs> their high school is that the high school from greece because other than Artie, they all look about 45 years old yeah so is he a little boy is it a high school i'm like not convinced yeah you look in the stands i mean lancelot looks maybe i don't know 25 everybody else looks ancient yeah yeah, ancient (laughs) So something, I think there's something going on there personally. I don't think he's as young as he wants us to see. He is. Yeah.
0: Something did you notice, <laughs> did you notice in the, in the, in the high school, uh, the marching band is playing all-star when, uh, when Shrek walks into the, uh, Oh really? Into the, uh, like assembly or whatever for the mascot competition. Yeah. The marching band is playing like a bad version of all-star. Wow. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And, uh, uh, okay this 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 actually kind of maybe points to something one of the reasons that I think this movie is is a little bit weaker than the, the other Shrek movies I don't think it's controversial, controversial to say I would be surprised if anyone said Shrek the 3rd is their favorite Shrek movie um especially when Shrek 1 and 2 exist um but you know it was fun in Shrek 2 to see far far away and be like wow look at this like you know fantasy fairy tale version of hollywood how silly how fun i don't think the shrek version of a high school is is as funny or as exciting to see you know yeah it's uh i i guess they had to do i guess they wanted to try to do something different other than just to go to this random place and be like so where's this? So where's this kid? Oh, he just lives in the side of the village. Let's go see what he's up to. So I think it was one of those things where they like to they like to do that with Shrek, like Duloc's castle and kingdom. Yeah, it's it's a kingdom, but it's also kind of like yeah. a little bit along the lines of Disney World. Yeah, Far Far Away is like oh this you're right, Incredible City, but it's kind of modeled after Hollywood. So where where would we go get this young boy to make him go back to this kingdom and, and um, become king? Uh, where are our kids? Da, they're at the high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's how the pitch meeting went, but I'm saying it, it went something along those lines.
1: And you oh, know what's man. funny? You know what's funny? We'll have some of them in a van, burning frankincense and myrrh, because that's just as funny as every joke we made in the first two films. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we're just going to throw in, like, one or two. We're not going to go joke heavy on this. We're just going to, like, get in there, get him, get out. But check, we checked off our novelty location.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I, I revise what I said before. I don't think it's necessarily like, I I think it's a good th- concept on paper of like, I think if before I saw this movie, if you were like, or I, if I think back to like, what? I was like 16 when this movie came out. As a 16 year old, I think I would have been excited to be like, ooh, in the next Shrek, they go to like, you know, the Shrek version of a high school. I, I probably was like, that sounds really funny. I can't wait to see what they do. And I just think it's like, not that, it's just not like nothing that interesting happens yeah and it's not necessarily that it wasn't like poorly executed or anything like that no but they they don't spend a lot of time there so maybe that's the issue is yeah. that they they built this idea what if shrek donkey and puss and boots go to a medieval high school and they get arthur out of high school to take him back to far far away yeah How much time do we want to spend on this? At at most, eight minutes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think it might have been. And I mean, of course, you wouldn't make this movie. And it will, if you made this movie, it wouldn't be part of a Shrek universe because Shrek's not in it. But like, I would almost rather watch a whole movie that takes place in that high school Mm, than, than. have it be like a pit stop on this Shrek movie where you don't really get to do anything uh, that worth seeing. Yeah. <laughs> other than just getting like this, this important character.
1: It just missed out on a lot of world building that could have been so much fun.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Missed opportunity. <laughs> I guess so, but the whole movie is full of stuff like that to me. Like I just kept watching it and being like, "Man, like the idea of like, ooh, what if Shrek did this or Shrek did that is like a really fun idea, and now that I'm seeing it, I'm kind of just like, eh, I could have done without this." The same could also probably be said for the moment where Donkey and Puss in Boots switch bodies. Yeah. Because it felt like there really wasn't any conflict beforehand. There wasn't really any like hey, I wish I had your life or my life is better than yours. It just was like, this has now happened to you guys. How do you feel about it? (laughs) And And they they, just kind of deal with it. Yeah, they're kind of just okay with it after a second. Yeah. It's not nothing. It doesn't end up meaning anything. It doesn't impact the story or any decisions that are made. It's not like, it's not like, ooh, now that I have your body, I can do this thing that I was never able to do before. And that is going to be the thing that makes us victorious no it's just donkeys in puss in boots body and he doesn't cut a perfect circle in the glass yeah this is our and not only that this is like our c or d story Yeah, (laughs) because your main story is shrek needs to find the next heir to the throne yeah because he doesn't want to be uh a king your b story is fiona is is at home and kind of having like a baby shower with the rest of the princesses yeah. um and uh or i guess that's kind of the c story because the b story is prince charming sure. okay prince charming is trying to you know take over uh plan an insurrection on the planet he does it <laughs> yeah well it, well but the planning is is a part of it but you're right. Okay. So he 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 mounts an insurrection on the uh on the castle. And uh So I guess uh, This movie is so uninteresting that it's like I can't even <laughs> talk about it.
1: Okay, do you think that they switched bodies just so that there could be merchandising opportunities and it could be like, "Yeah, you have the Puss in Boots doll." but do you have the Puss in Boots that has Donkey's voice coming out of it? Spend more money at Toys R Us this Christmas time.
0: The could variant. Be.
1: Mm-hmm. It could be a capitalism thing.
0: Yeah. I think it all, It could have been that. It could have been a thing where they were like, well, in the last movie, uh, Shrek and Donkey became beautiful, and like there was some body comedy there. What can we do that's kind of like that in this movie? Uh, Do your voice. Do your dumb guy voice. Your dumb executive guy. Uh, pull some boots and donkeys to with bodies.
1: <laughs> Perfect. It's hilarious. Yeah. What will they accomplish? Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. It's just like... Uh, uh, You know what else kind of felt like a missed opportunity for me? Because like when it happens, I was like, oh, that's funny. And then it's when Snow White is like the first one, which, by the way, they got such an all star cast to play the princesses. uh, No complaints there. I love everybody there. Mm -hmm. Right. Amy Poehler is Snow White. Uh, Maya Rudolph is Rapunzel. Amy Sedaris is Cinderella. I think she's almost like the odd the odd choice because she's not an SNL alum. Or is she? Or is she? Uh, I don't think she is. I don't think she is. And then Sherry O'Terry is Sleeping Beauty. Wow. Um, Pretty much coached all of us in ill. Yeah. And so she... Oh, yeah. So Snow White is singing to attack these trees that are guarding the entrance to uh, the castle, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then... So she sings like a classic Snow White song to get all the little woodland creatures to come over. Mm -hmm. And then she starts singing Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. And then they attack, all the creatures attack when Mm -hmm. she sings that. Um, And then it switches to Barracuda. And then the rest of the action scene is to that song. And I just don't know why they didn't just stick with Immigrant Song, which I think would have been a perfectly acceptable... You started that song and then you just left it right away immediately. Kenneth,
1: it's because girl power, okay, girl power. It's got to be, a, it has to be a girl song for the girl power moment. But girl power isn't good enough to get everyone's attention, so we have to start it with Led Zeppelin. But then we'll ease into the girl power.
0: Couldn't there have been a girl power song that she used to from the start? Yeah, yeah like I don't know. Bad reputation I' feel like has already done. Yeah, this bad episode was already is done. I feel like I've, I'm, I'm coming off so nitpicky, and I'm annoyed at myself, and I, I don't know what to do about
1: it. <laughs> oh, listen, Kenneth, if you want somebody else to be nitpicky, we can visit my notes for a little bit.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, ready? Yeah.
1: Now, so, uh, Shrek, Donkey, Puss in Boots are our, our male heroes here of our a plot, having a conversation about. Um, how babies are made and where they come from. And there is a little joke that, like, Puss is, of course, he's a very sexy cat, so he knows how to explain this to Shrek. Shrek goes, I know, I know. And then the kind of button on that scene is Donkey asks, how does it happen? Um, That implies he doesn't know about sex, but doesn't he have biological children? So... That, I get that donkey being confused about things is funny, but I'm also concerned. Like, did he procreate in a different way, or like, are those yeah. not his kids? Is Or like read into this, or is it just my, like a funny joke? <laughs> he forgot <laughs> he had sex.
0: <laughs> he forgot about having sex with a dragon. Um, How could you forget? You're you're right. I I took note of that as well, and my uh, my explanation in my head was. So he had sex and then there were babies, but he doesn't know that that's why the babies happened. <laughs> he was like, maybe that's it. Maybe he just thought that sex was kind of like a thing that adults do to be like, I like you, I like like you. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like making out. And <laughs> then <laughs> he's like, wait. Babies? Where did these come from? How did that happen? And why do they kind of look like me? Is it because we love each other so much? Yeah. Which one of the many things that we did, you know, from (laughs) having dinner together. Holding hands. Holding hands. Mm -hmm. Having sex. Which one of those things (laughs)
1: led
0: it's a mystery <laughs> the yeah mechanics did, get they...
1: increasingly difficult but i can't quite <laughs> tell which one it was
0: <laughs> um yeah fair question yeah what else maddie let's okay. let's i want to dive all the way into your notes because i only wrote like three things for this movie because i was just kind of glazed over
1: okay i raise another question So the king is dying, right? Um, He turns to his wife, his beloved wife, which I guess, you know, they have an interesting dynamic. The last words he says to her, don't forget to pay the gardener, Lillian. (laughs) And she just sort of nods and understands. And I just want to know, like, who is the gardener? Uh, What is the relationship there? (laughs) Why did she accept this as, like, his parting final words? I just feel like I wrote down minor character energy. <laughs> like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, for sure. I know he that, spends like, so long. Ah, he spends so long like, telling, talking to Shrek about, like, you know, potential people to take over the throne. But don't forget to pay the gardener, Lillian. That's, like, w- yeah. what?
0: His wife and daughter are right there, like by his side as he's dying, and he's talking to his son-in-law about all this important stuff. He's like, "Make sure the flowers still look good after I'm gone." Yeah, pretty much. And Fiona, what does he say to Fiona? Does do, do you have do you have that?
1: Oh, I didn't write that one down. I know it was something a little bit more poignant that seemed a bit more appropriate. before turning to his son-in-law who he's just finally accepted and like giving him this whole speech (laughs) but yeah i just want to know like what what's up with this gardener like is it a gardener is it like a like a gardener you know like an accountant on the internet like how do we know the gardener
0: (laughs) or maybe it's a euphemism
1: yeah yeah it's a euphemism
0: don't forget to pay the gardener wink wink
1: exactly air quotes gardener Have the gardener yeah. prune the hedges or you know, whatever. We could really <laughs> go off mm-hmm. on this. <laughs> Tend to your flowers, Lillian. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> moving on? Yeah, moving on. <laughs> what else?
1: <laughs> okay, next next thing. I do think I'm going to give like a thumbs up. To a line that Shrek said that really made me giggle, he approaches these, you know, stereotypically dorky kids at this school that actually these ones do look like they could be in high school with the headgear and the spitting and the acne. And he says, I know you're busy not fitting in and then like asks them a question. I just thought that was, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I worry that someday I'll accidentally use that and like, that's not an appropriate reference to make. That just makes me a bully. But I thought it was great. Yeah, it's a
0: reference no one would ever understand. <laughs> Correct.
1: <Yeah>. But <laughs> I loved it. I know you're busy not fitting in. That was so slick, Shrek. Good for you. Thumbs up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sassy. Ah. i'm thinking about the beginning of this movie and all the moments of like reintroducing the characters you know you know donkey and puss come in and everyone just feels very like did 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 you say it felt like a spec script written by like a fan
1: yeah, it's like, here's Shrek, and he's an ogre, and he loves his wife, but he likes to be stinky because he's an ogre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he <Yeah>. likes morning <laughs> breath because he's gross. Anyway, here's the next character. This is Donkey. Yeah. Donkey's a lovable goofball with kids. And here's Puss in Boots. He's the secretary. They kind of just like wiped him under the rug.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's the secretary.
1: That's like his first character moment. It's like keeping something on schedule. I don't know. I'm just thinking like. Yeah. Here's the the hero. And here's the wife. And here's the goopy friend. And here's the secretary cat. That one was a little bit weird. The classic
0: dynamic of any four-person group.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: But yeah, you're, you're exactly right though. That's like exactly kind of the point I was getting, getting at is like, they feel so like shell versions of the characters that we knew from before. Um, uh, like, yeah, they've, they've just been boiled down to like their most base level. This is what makes this character, this person. Uh, and we're not going to try to do anything more with that. Other than, well, no, even, yeah, you're right. Even Shrek, like, he's stinky. He likes bad smells. Um, yeah. Morning breath.
1: Yeah, morning breath. And he doesn't wear jammies because he's gross. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Donkey may or may not have seen <laughs> uh, Shrek's uh, nethers. Yeah.
1: But I think Puss did. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. Thank God. I'm happy yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. The, the toes here's, were enough.
0: Here's a question that, I mean, we'll we'll never know the answer to. Do you think, like, in the computer, the CG model that they use <laughs> to animate Shrek, do you think they, like, does he have a penis?
1: I feel like he must. He definitely has like, a flat was it, butt. Like, we did was see it, the butt. The butt was flat. Yes,
0: we've seen his, Yeah do you think times. they <laughs> shreks they like they really did cut out of frame something that was really there so that we wouldn't see it do you think that's true mm. if the camera moved if the camera shifted would we see what's down there no i i think that i think that uh they they might have uh, canned dolled them yeah
1: yeah just made him just,
0: flat. just moved down there <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know if animators would even take the time to like do that on the (laughs) clock. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: No, that's like Like, a drunk after hours, like side project. But do you think it's possible that they could have done like a, um, like he has very dark, thick, hairy eyebrows, right? Do you think there could be some kind of amorphous just, Harry Clump down there
0: oh I I imagine that there is but it's more likely I I still feel like it's something like that if they did make it after hours not clocked in mm. I, I don't know that they would have done <laughs> taken the time yeah. to be like hey can we take like 30 minutes out of the day we need to animate uh Shrek's clump real quick. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Release so the clump
0: Yeah, part of that a uh, hundred and sixty million dollar budget went towards, uh, you know, making the clump. Yeah. <laughs> or you think it didn't? Someone volunteered. They're like, it, "It matters to me that it's really there." I'll take the clump. I'll take yeah. the clump. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> an
1: enthusiastic <laughs> intern just trying to prove themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the best clump that everyone's ever seen. Well, I remember. Okay, so like. Uh, in the movie Ratatouille, like some of the like trivia, or in you know maybe this was on IMDb, I don't know uh, where this information came from, why wh- how it got in my head, but apparently the character of Linguini, the the human that uh, Remy is driving around, uh, apparently to save money, the animators did not make, give him toes, so like if he were to take off his feet or his socks and shoes, like his feet are just like. One big flipper. And oh, I remember God. reading that and thinking, why would any character ever be given toes if we weren't going to see them? Right. And so, but the trivia implies that they do. So who knows what else they're giving them that we don't see?
1: Because <laughs> I think at some point you just need the mechanics of like, this is what a toe would do here. or Like, oh, this would swing here. Or maybe. this would flop here.
0: Right. To make the walking look accurate.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like,
0: well, then they need toes. But Linguini is some sort of... Uh, or maybe all the humans in that movie don't have toes. Because you you don't really see anyone's feet in Ratatouille, I don't think. I don't well, think. Unless there's... Like we got to some... ask Quentin Tarantino <laughs> see if he uh, knows. Oh, he would probably know. Yeah. <laughs> that also makes me wonder if there if there are animators who secretly put stuff on characters that no one will see, but it's like them leaving their signature. Like, what if, what if on some scenes that a certain anime, because one or a few animators don't sit down and animate the entire movie. It's usually like an animator will get this scene, this scene, this scene. And another animator will get this scene, this scene, this scene. So I'm wondering if there are certain scenes in the film where no one can really see it if they're not looking for it but something like a tattoo yeah. or a certain shaped wart or mole or freckle uh, certain signatures that certain animators do to be like you see that see what and they and they rewind and they pause on a frame and they go look at that they go oh that's your initials (laughs) (laughs) you know connect the dots of those pimples there yeah
1: right it's funny that you say tattoo i don't know if you guys noticed so in said girl power scene that we were talking about the first thing we see when they decide like let's mess stuff up is like snow white rips her sleeve off and she's got a dopey tattoo big old dopey (laughs) tattoo and then cut to the next scene like ah No dopey tattoo, and it would have been super Mm. visible. It's just not there anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Lame.
1: Lame. Terrible. Or the joke. Terrible. Like, way to not commit to the bit at all.
0: Yeah, continuity. I would like to talk about one of the best things in this movie. I just remembered this. I'm kind of scrubbing through the movie as as we're talking. When Gingerbread Man's life flashes before his eyes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, that's good. That's the best thing in this movie. Yeah, and he and he and keeps on. What song is he singing? On the good shit, <laughs> lolly. <lollipop>. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good seeing. Scene. Seeing Jinji's life, and like, he's he's baked. He goes to school. He graduates. He's driving yep. around. He goes on a date. He gets married. He's arrested. uh yep. He's tortured by Farquaad. He goes yep. through physical therapy yeah <laughs> and then he's running around frolicking through a field yeah and that that gets us up to date to this moment here <laughs> yeah I I that that yeah. was a good scene yes I enjoyed watching that
1: yeah his little uh, car was very cute very cute yeah, was
0: that for yeah. <laughs> um <sighs> baby got back is there a moment in this movie that the song should have been yeah, absolutely, when Shrek is getting his butt scratched and they open up the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. At the, at the beginning of the film when Shrek and Fiona are doing the royal duties while the, the king is sick and they get dressed up for this, this gala ball yeah. that they're attending and they're dressed in all this fancy oh my, kind of renaissance <laughs> uh, <laughs> costuming and everything like that. And Shrek, is his clothes are so tight that he can't reach his butt to scratch it. So he gets like yeah. this, this guy who has a scepter to come over and scratch his butt. And they go, Presenting Her Majesty Princess Fiona and Sir Shrek. And they open up the curtain. There's Shrek getting his butt scratched and he's digging it. Yeah. And you think at that moment, the movie should have gone, dun, 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 I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah, could have done it there. Yeah. Yeah. You just, For you, sure. you don't know, no, uh, no disagreement here. Maddie, you agree.
1: Oh yeah. No, I agree. I think that would have been fantastic. And maybe even like a little slow-mo montage of the oh, my <laughs> costumes, you know, cause they yeah. yeah, yeah. could have a ruffle on the butt of Fiona's or something. And I don't know. I think that's a great yeah. use of baby got back. Two thumbs up. All right.
0: yeah. This film fails. The baby got back test. Yeah. Could have had it. It didn't. And that's why you failed. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, because there's like some fancy ballroom music being played. I I wonder if it should have been like, uh, all of a sudden the music kind of cuts out because everyone's like shocked at what they're seeing. So all the instruments stop playing, like the violins and horns, everything just comes to like a, a, a weird kind of abrupt, like, yeah, like know? an orchestra version of a record scratch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, you see a shot of the orchestra stopping and just being wide mouth open. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, I'm very shocked by what I'm looking at. And then you see the tuba player. He's like, this is my chance. And he gets on the yeah. tuba and just goes, yeah. You know, something like that. You're right. And then the scene and then everyone kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. Or the no, or- well, he would have been slapped on the face on the back of the head by the conductor. Like, Hey, stop uh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. Wow. This movie, yeah, okay. Uh, dismal failure of the baby got back test here. <laughs> Awful. Missed opportunity. How are we yeah. making a better Shrek movie than they did? Um, I mean we we made a better ending to Shrek too. Did we? I don't remember that. What did we do? Uh, so. The ending to Shrek 2 was um, the fairy godmother uh, gets like blown up and uh, her kind of fairy dust kind of sprinkles down. But in that moment, there should have been uh, a reveal that everyone in Far, Far Away has had magical work done to themselves. Oh, that's right. Because they're all very beautiful, good-looking people. And it would have been uh, revealed that everyone is flawed in this kingdom. Everyone has the one thing that they feel like Had I, had I had this done, then I would be beautiful, kind of deal, right? So everyone, yeah, and everyone's judging Shrek for being ugly, but everyone else is is using magic to cover up their imperfections. You're right. I do remember that now. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been a better ending. Um. All right, let's move on to fast food tie-ins. Let's. I'm looking at some toys. Did you look up anything, John? No, I'm 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 letting you take this one. Okay, so I'm lo- currently looking at the video from Fast Food Toy Reviews. Uh, it looks like there might have been actually two separate sets of toys from McDonald's for this movie. Um, Interesting. So I'm looking at one right now, and they are pretty, pretty normal-looking toys. They just are figures of the different characters. Yeah. Um, they each have a switch on their back that turns on The audio function and they also have a either a button or some sort of action that you make the toy make and it'll say one of two or three lines of you know words yeah and they're pretty i mean yeah they're just okay none of the toys are really that good they don't really move that much they just say a few things out of a really bad cheap speaker okay um, but if I look at the other set of toys, let me see. Uh... yeah, here they go. Is this? Yeah. It says Shrek the third set of eight McDonald's happy meal movie toys from the same fast food toy review and they're completely different toys.
1: Are you looking at the 2007 Shrek the third set of eight Christmas ones?
0: Oh, is that what they are? Yeah. They're Christmas ones.
1: Yeah. Why were they
0: interesting? Yeah, they are Christmas ones. Why are there Christmas ones? Did that's Shrek the Halls question. come out that same year? Let me look that up. Maybe oh John, that's like actually a good idea. We can do bonus episodes covering Shrek the Halls, Scared Shrek list. the different holiday specials can be can be In conjunction with actual holidays that are happening. Shrek the the Halls was released in two thousand November twenty eighth two thousand seven.
1: Wow! It's the same year. My birthday. That's nice. Oh, your birthday! Happy Happy birthday, Maddie! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! These very cool toys from the restaurant I was definitely not allowed to eat as a child.
0: (laughs) What restaurant were you not allowed to eat at?
1: Oh, McDonald's. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Against the
0: rules. Did you sneak McDonald's when you weren't supposed to?
1: Oh, no. Or did you go over to a friend's
0: house and they're like, hey, we're going to McDonald's. You want to come with us?
1: No, I was less of a sneaky eater, more of a sneaky like trampoline jumper. So I missed out on McDonald's, but I don't feel like I missed out on much. I wasn't that interested. But now that I see that I could have gotten donkey with a Rudolph nose on, I'm thinking I might have messed up there because he's pretty cute. Yeah.
0: You gotta send send uh, this toy review video to uh, your parents and say, "Look at what I look at what you deprived me of here."
1: I was a deprived child. Yeah, oh, so. I could have had
0: I could have had these. Yeah, better yet have if...
1: friends or these. I really <laughs> missed out. <laughs>
0: look at all the cool stuff I could have had these yeah. toys, friends. <laughs> <laughs> All my would-be friends were at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> See, we I, have been? 2007,
1: I have been in 2007. would So yeah, there were no no friends there. Whether the freshman year, probably. Yeah, no, no friends. <laughs> and, would-be friends. Uh, toys. Just, just loneliness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're. What did you say? Freshman in high school?
1: Yeah, I think so. 2007. Right? Yeah, I think freshman. It so you would have.
0: You're a freshman. You're a freshman in high school, 2007? Yeah. I'm older than you.
1: I When did you graduate?
0: 2004.
1: Oh, yeah. I graduated
0: 2011. Oh, oh, oh. no. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: no. So, oh. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you are the kids from the high school in Shrek the third. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: I'm, I'm closer to you, Maddie. I, I, I graduated 2009.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> so we would have, if we had gone to the same high school, we would have probably met each other through theater.
1: Oh yeah, that's a small community. I would mm-hmm. have, we wouldn't have been friends though, because I even I wasn't friends with the theater kids either. I was the loser of the theater kids. So oh, you're no, saying you
0: does. were the Arthur of your high school?
1: Oh, was I? <laughs> I was the six foot tall bleach blonde. Arthur of my high school.
0: Maddie, this is you, your your transformation post-high school then is is very complete and comprehensive because this okay. is not something I would have ever thought about you. Do you
1: Character are development. you are
0: you a king of anything?
1: <laughs> uh, well, actually, we probably should come clean. Yeah, I'm actually king of everything of all time. So you're welcome that you get to Whoa. be in my presence. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Well, again, I tried to you, keep it on the down low, but here we if are. You here if, is,
0: if you're the king of everything of all time, I've got some beef. <laughs> my life is could be yeah. better. <laughs> Can I complain about some stuff after we're done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. My turn first. My turn first. Let me tell you something, king of everything. We got beef.
1: Now, I, I only played one at a shitty dinner theater, you know?
0: Mm. Oh. Just like uh, Prince Charming.
1: Just like Prince Charming and much like him. I have had mental breakdowns in the back alleys with makeshift <laughs> dressing rooms.
0: Whoa. Yeah. They're really have foils
1: you, to each other.
0: Have you tried to mount an insurrection on a kingdom?
1: Um, not yet, but tomorrow is a new day. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> new day, yeah, new, it's never too late. Never too late. New, new, town, <laughs> new yeah. identity.
1: Never too late to become the person you're supposed to be. I think that's from Ted Lasso this week.
0: Okay. Oh, Thank you, Maddie, that you watch Ted Lasso.
1: I do. I feel like it's from Ted Lasso, but now I'm questioning myself. But yes, listen. When it sounds Dream Jerks like is, something. Dream Jerks that's... is over. Ted Lasso, you and me.
0: Yeah. There you go. Uh, Put it on the books. Oh, God, what a good show.
1: And we can call it Kenneth and the King of Everything. Watch the best show on Apple TV+. <laughs> It'll be great.
0: It, I mean, that's an easy contest to win. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some good stuff on there. I like the morning show. Did you watch The Morning Show?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good, but there's no Roy Kent, so.
0: Yeah, no Roy Kent. You know what show is bad on Apple TV Plus? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's show, Mr. Corman.
1: Okay, I haven't watched that. I was going to throw some hands across the country if you said Schmigadoon, because I loved that No, one. Schmigadoon is amazing. <laughs> amazing.
0: I loved Schmigadoon.
1: <laughs> so much fun, so silly.
0: Mr. Corman, starring, starring, written, and directed by uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt is a show where every episode is just him going through, him just being depressed and like having existential crises or crises, whichever word, I don't know. And he doesn't ever learn anything. There doesn't ever really seem to be any narrative purpose within the episode. I keep watching it just to see if it'll ever pay off. But Every episode just makes me wonder, what's the point of this show? It's just a man feeling miserable, and then I feel miserable with him because it's, oh, I guess it's well made because it's affecting me. But Ted Lasso makes me feel like the world is full of opportunity and optimism. And uh, Mr. Corman makes me feel like, this guy sucks.
1: (laughs) 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 So here's the real question. Do you watch an hour and a half of Mr. Corman or do you watch an hour and a half of Shrek the third? Which would you prefer?
0: Uh, Shrek the third.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's speaking volumes. That's all I needed to know. I will not be watching Mr. Corman. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Luckily I've never watched more than one episode of Mr. Corman at a time. So like it's, you know, small bites, 30 minute episode. I can, I can put up with a good bit for, uh, for half an hour. If I think it'll eventually lead to something. I just want to get to the end of the show and, and see if he finds any sort of happiness in his life.
1: Um, it depends <laughs> if they get picked up for season two or not.
0: I hope not.
1: <laughs> then he will find happiness and the show will be over this this season.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Apple TV Plus Talk is over. Now.
1: <laughs> Great segment. Great segment. Yeah. Let's let's keep it wrapped in. By the next time I'm on the show, I'll find something else that's good and redeeming on Apple TV Plus.
0: Okay. Um theme parks for Shrek the 3rd. Do either of you have any uh, ideas? I think I have one. You have one? Maybe. Let's hear it. I think it would be fun to rec- recreate Maybe not the exact dinner theater show that's in this movie, yes. but a Shrek dinner theater show at a theme park would be awesome.
1: I concur. I second the motion. I was going to say something along the same lines. I yeah. would love a Shrek dinner theater. And the pre-show slash like bar on the side, kind of like similar to how Three Broomsticks has um, Hog's Head, You could have the poison apple attached on the side so the grown-ups can go, like, grab a drink if they want to. Yeah. And that could be, like, a little lounge on the side with a lounge singer some nights, and then some nights you get a full show. I think a Shrek show would be fantastic.
0: Do you think it would be kind of like an abbreviated, abridged theme park version of Shrek the musical, or do you think it would be something
1: different? Ooh, I don't know. I'm thinking more like along the length of hoopty-doo where it really is like kind of an experience for you're sitting down for a while not something to like get in inhale a turkey leg and get out like something you really sit and enjoy like a premium experience you know
0: well yeah yeah i don't think it would just be like a restaurant where there's also a show happening um and i think hoopty-doo hoopty-doo is is that gone forever or is it just not happening now
1: I think it's just not happening now. I hope it comes oh, okay. back. I thought it was just delightful. So much fun.
0: Have you I've ever ne- done Hoop-Dee-Doo, John? No, I've never done Hoop-Dee-Doo. Oh, it is it is a lot of fun. And honestly, like for the amount of food that you get and the quality of the food, it's really worth it.
1: Yeah.
0: That's um, like one of the only g- good values that you can get at Walt well, Disney World anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I I like the idea of doing... Because I, I know what hoop to do is I've just never experienced it myself. Yeah, I like the idea of because you see Shrek villagers you, you see like different Shrek villagers so often in all of these films, you could have a troop of Shrek villagers that go on stage and will do like routines like they'll have singalongs with All Star or they'll do uh, a, uh, uh, some jokes. About far, far away, and about Shrek characters and everything like that, or they'll put on uh, mini plays of mm. it's like a, with
1: the audience members getting involved, and like some dad has to play the fairy godmother, and like a cute little boy gets to play Shrek. Yeah, yeah absolutely,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and they each get but,
1: one distinguishing prop. Like yeah, that. yeah.
0: You could keep it simple to that effect. You could also have it where. Um, you could incorporate that last act of Shrek the third where you're, you're, they're putting on this performance piece of this, uh the, this theater show. And then everyone crashes in on the theater show and it becomes something else entirely. So maybe they're, they're doing, uh, they're trying to do a condensed version of all the Shrek films and, And maybe halfway through when they're talking about, uh, Shrek Two, the actual Prince charming steps on the stage Uh. and yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So he steps on the stage and he kind of interrupts everything. And in order to kind of get out of this kind of danger that he's putting the audience in, uh, you could almost do like shrek and donkey musical maybe maybe just shrek i don't know how you would go about doing that definitely shrek on stage you could do a stage shrek i don't know if you do a face or animated look to him. yeah um i think you might you might just yeah like do like the broadway shrek style makeup yeah, yeah.
1: which i'd love that'd be so cool i also the think way having, you just- yeah, prince charming would be just an amazing opportunity for like the best wig Ever. Um, like so bad. There, they would have
0: to be moments where he shows up and he does the hair flip. And when he does the hair flip, all of the characters just move in slow motion as he's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. The,
1: the lights kind of fade down, except for yeah, like spotlight on
0: him. And oh, I'm imagining yes. like my my Greg Sestero wig that I have from when we played the rooftop scene yeah okay at our album release except better yeah um uh i like the idea john that you said of like it's like a troop like it's actors playing a troop of actors kind of like in the the tales of beetle the bard show at diagon alley at universal yeah. um or i'm so i'm now what i'm imagining is kind of like a, a mix so it's a cross between Hoop Dee Doo review at disney's fort wilderness campground mm-hmm. um The tales of Beetle the Bard at Diagon Alley in Universal Studios Florida, and 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 maybe something kind of like the Frozen sing along at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, where you have like the the historians, right? The Arendelle historians telling the story of Anna and Elsa. Um, So you've got like a troupe like like Beetle the Bard, and they're going to be telling the stories. Of the Shrek films, like they do in Frozen, but they're yeah. doing it on a stage in a in a dining experience like Hoopty Do, and then yeah, maybe then once they get to that point, then then Prince Charming comes in, and uh, hijacks the 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 performance.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think that now that we're laying it out like this, it's important that Prince Charming comes in to hijack it because in sort of the spirit of the Shrek franchise. It should be poking fun at Disney experiences. So people think they're coming in and getting like, oh, you know, like Frozen Long Festival of the Lion King. And then you get in and it's like, surprise, we're going to roast this genre totally. But only after yeah. into thinking that that's what this is. Wow. So okay. So,
0: so it's a real dinner theater show that is a parody of dinner theater shows. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And it can be set up exactly like this show is at the start of, um strike the third which pinocchio says he like well he says he doesn't like and his nose grows so it's like it's yeah it's cool. yeah yeah setup wise that's that's the vibe i think that yeah. sounds like so much fun
0: what's what's on the menu what do you think we're eating at this show
1: oh it's it's all like meat and potatoes right but then the vegetarian option has to be really good let me think yeah. about vegetarian
0: it's kind of like medieval times Onion. menu
1: yeah blooming like, onions of some sort, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Onions, onions have to onion. be
0: involved. I mean, there I've seen like n- generic names for the blooming onion at other restaurants where it's like, you're like, what is that? And then you order it and you get it and it's a blooming onion. Just they're not they're not allowed to call it that.
1: Yeah, or like <laughs> I forget you, what it is though. Imagine so. Think about the NBC Sports Grill and Brew at City Walk. They have those. Huge novelty pretzels that they bring out on a stand and put on the table and it's like a showpiece. Imagine that. But it's some kind of like rustic looking wooden stand. Just foot and a half of big ol' onion rings. Just delicious Mm. giant onion rings. Oh no, I want
0: onion rings. Ogre rings. You know what I've actually seen? (laughs) Um I think the name of what a Bloomin' onion is is a actually I think it is just called a blooming onion. Well bloomin' onions that's outback steakhouse. Awesome blossom, that's chilies. Oh yeah. Michael Scott orders an awesome blossom. Extra awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think Bloomin' Onion with an apostrophe is Outback, but I think the actual name of that food item is Blooming with a G. So yes. the uh, the Bloomin' without the G is the, uh, the staple from Outback. Another Australian staple.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I looked up um, generic name for Blooming Onion, and it came up with Blooming with the G. Yeah. Alternative names. Onion Bloom, Onion Blossom onion flour or onion apostrophe mum like a chrysanthemum so an onion mum it falls into the hors d'oeuvre category and i don't know if you guys knew this but the main ingredients are onion and batter so there you go there's your deep dive is
0: that what that makes them so special just deep fried deep dive it's the onion
1: yeah onion onion is the key but there's a secret ingredient and it's batter so yeah,
0: so it's not just an onion that is put on your table um you know what I was thinking of when you said the like how they bring that pretzel out and it's like on a stand hanging you know well I've been I forget where I've gotten this but I've been to restaurants where you order onion rings and it comes on like this it kind of looks like a like if 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 you were playing ring toss with onion rings and just like stacked yes. all of these onion rings on one like pole? Yes. So it makes just like a giant tower of onion rings. And
1: it's I've had steak. that
0: at restaurants yes. and that might be what we're looking for here.
1: That's mm. our Instagrammable showpiece for sure. Yeah,
0: the giant tower of onion rings um that you get at the Shrek dinner theater. Show
1: it's like for the table specifically,
0: and right? Yeah, yeah, it's also
1: good because if we're gonna add a poison apple like bar attached to the side, that does fall into the generic bar food category. I'd say our onion rings, so they can serve them over there too.
0: So, Fiona in the first movie was put in the highest tower, mm. oh my god. you could call it the highest tower. Oh of my rings. god.
1: <laughs> That's incredible.
0: I'm killing it tonight. Yeah. What did I have today? I had a Coke Zero. <laughs> I had I had Wendy's for dinner. I'm on my game. Yeah. I don't know what I did. I had <laughs> chips and salsa for lunch. <laughs> I had wawa for breakfast. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Wow. You're right. This this show is too good to not really exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, who do we contact do we who do we contact at at Universal to try to make them make this
1: <laughs> excuse me Universal
0: yeah yeah I'm tweeting we're tweeting them <laughs> when this episode hey, comes out tweet it now we're gonna oh, uh, tweet it when the episode comes out yeah for sure when the this, episode this comes is our out pitch I'm gonna say Universal we created a, a premium dining experience for uh, epic universe's citywalk equivalent yeah. Dining um, and entertainment experience. Yeah. You you wait, they can they can put this in uh in Blue Man Group.
1: Oh yes. Because then you don't have the park entry gate situation. Yeah. Like anyone can yeah. come.
0: And okay. it's already there's already a stage in there. They've got yeah. a kitchen because they have the VIP room where they would bring like maybe well, maybe it's only a bar, but they can they can put a kitchen in there. Yeah. Right? I'm sure they have the kitchen left over from Nick Studios in there somewhere
1: think just tweet them hey universal we need to talk yeah (laughs) and then is there an onion emoji i think there is
0: oh oh
1: good question i'm checking right now
0: i'm gonna go find out there
1: is there is an onion hey at universal orlando we need to talk onion emoji green heart emoji
0: we have an idea that you cannot pass up if you pass up this idea you're even dumber than i thought yeah (laughs) And I didn't really think they were dumb anyway, <laughs> but um, you pass up
1: this idea. We may start having doubts about your intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> possibly.
0: So Hoopty Doo is Hoopty Doo musical review or musical review. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hoopty Doo music, rev- music or musical. Doesn't matter. Um, Frozen is what? Frozen sing along. Yeah. And then you have medieval times. So, what do you call this Shrek dining theater show experience? Hmm.
1: Well, if we're gonna go for full parody, it's Shrek Doodoo the Musical Review. But it's that- Shrek Doodoo.
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> it's a starting point.
0: Um. yeah that's tough i don't know if like maybe you'd name name the troupe and name the show after or the theater after that and like you kind of make up something new you might you you could put far far away in the name of it
1: i feel like it's gotta have shrek for for branding purposes i'm gonna yes. bring out my marketing degree here for a second shrek you the dining experience the shrek dining experience Hmm. Uh, The, the-, Sh- the Shrek dinner adventure. Like, we just need to start plugging Shrek into every dinner show in Orlando and yeah. just, like, pick one. Oh, Shrek- yeah.
0: Med- Medieval Shrek. Shrek times. Uh, <laughs> Shrek and-
1: times the dinner adventure.
0: Shrek and Shake. <laughs> I Shrek.
1: Teatro Shrek teeny.
0: Shrek house. E- Shrek house. E- McShrek's. E- Eat Shrek food. KF Shrek. Taco Shrek. Shrek Bell. KF
1: Shrek. Oh, no. (laughs) Long
0: John Shrek. (laughs) Pizza Shrek. Shrek Shrek-y-nose. Shrek-shack. Shrek-shack. That's getting there.
1: (laughs) Shrek-shack is getting there. Yeah.
0: Shrek-shack, the musical dining experience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you think of big dinner theater things, like medieval times is kind of the, the, the main one people think of, right? Yeah. It's upper echelon for sure. What's the Dolly Parton one?
1: Oh, it's called, it's just Dolly's stampede. It used to be Dixie's stampede, but it hasn't been for a while because oh, of racism. Dixie. Yeah. So now it's just um, Dolly Parton's stampede.
0: Gotcha. Stampede.
1: And it's like just the trick. Trick. Shrek peed.
0: Shrek peed. <laughs> Shrek peed. It's Shrek. <laughs> I love it. It's it's so good because it's Stampede, but with Shrek. But you could also say he peed. Shrek peed. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that's the secret <laughs> menu drink is the Shrek pee. Yeah. <laughs> Too far.
0: The Shrek swamp water. Yeah. Bog juice. Yeah.
1: Shrek and Fiona's swamp peed, maybe.
0: Oh, <laughs> the uh, the donkey doesn't know where his babies came from.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> punch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is great. This is su- the maybe the best idea we've ever created on this segment. Yeah. Does it, does it go inside uh So, of course, it goes inside of Dream Jerks. It goes at Dream Jerks Park's um, attached, you know, uh, nightlife, dining, and shopping uh, complex. Oh, outside of Dream Jerks Park? I think think maybe it's kind of like the Rainforest Cafe at Animal Kingdom, where you you can enter either from outside or inside the
1: park. Okay.
0: I think maybe that's the way to go. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, um, I am going to ask. I would like, as part of the creative team here, to have direct a callback to be Fairy Godmother singing on the piano. Thank you so much. I just want to learn oh, on the piano. Oh, and yeah. Sing in yeah older absolutely. Tomato. That sounds amazing. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yes. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that could that be like the pre-show. Oh, yes. Sounds that's perfect. that's
0: you where you work the crowd kind of as they're ordering appetizers and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like while you're waiting, while gaps? you're waiting for them to like set up the dining room slash theater, um, they're like presetting all of the all of the plates and they're, you know, setting up the stage, and everyone is kind of just sitting outside uh waiting to be let in. In that lounge, there's a bar and there's a piano and there's you as Fairy Godmother uh, singing in the Poison Apple.
1: It's perfect. But then now now that I think about Poison Apple, which which witch was it that was singing in the Poison Apple in Shrek the Third? Because I also want to be her. She was singing into a <laughs> magic wand. I think it might have been Fairy Godmother's magic wand, actually. Whoever she was, what? I loved her.
0: In, in Shrek the Third, you said?
1: Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch right now.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. There is a witch... Oh.
1: Yeah, she's a lounge singer. Right when Charming walks in, let me see.
0: And, she is, and she's a. You think she's a specific character? Maybe Wicked Witch. I'm curious.
1: I think she may be a specific character. Hold on, i juggling windows.
0: Oh, there's an unhappy hour at the uh, at the Poison Apple every night from five to seven.
1: It's incredible. Yeah,
0: here she is. I would maybe think she might be. Um, well, she's not green, so I don't think she's from Wizard of Oz.
1: Whoever she is,
0: she I might just be a normal, be just a witch.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Listen, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I want to be her, not play her. I want to be her. Be her. I yeah. I don't want to be friends with her. I just want to be. Yeah, her.
0: you're willing to get your nose redone to be that crazy hook shape.
1: Yeah, listen, I I love a prosthetic nose, so
0: <laughs> why not?
1: Why not?
0: All right, well, let's start wrapping this up. Final thoughts, Maddie. What are your final impressions of Shrek the Third?
1: Um, honestly, I'll probably forget the plot in two days. But do I regret watching it? No, I had a good time. Just generic, good, not great, but good. So. It gets a feeble thumbs up from me.
0: Okay. What do you think, John? It feels like I had sex with a dragon, but I don't remember where the babies came from. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't the first time. It was like the third or fourth time. So like, I was just going through the motions.
1: But still confused about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Still confused about some parts, but everything (laughs) felt pretty familiar. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. I wanted to, I I forgot to mention just like two things about this movie. One is something I say all the time, which is just that I I really hate the design of Shrek's babies. I hate Shrek's babies a lot. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. I have I say that every chance I get. I hate them. They're <laughs> horrifying, they're disgusting to me. Um I hate Shrek's babies.
1: And <laughs> I or think, even.
0: especially maybe even more in in Shrek Forever After, because even though they're still babies, they like speak in full sentences in that movie, and I really hate it. They do? <laughs> I think they do. They have like toddler voices, but they oh. still look the same. They're still babies, and wow. I I don't like it. Ugh. Um, and I also want to say that Eric Idle is the voice of Merlin, yes. and Eric, like, what a legendary comedian that he is, and like comedic actor. And I feel like they just, what a wasted use of his talent. Feels like he phoned it in. Well, John Cleese and him were both in Monty Python. Yeah. So maybe that's how he got hooked up. Is just, oh, Eric, Oh, I'm doing Shrek the Third. You want to be a part of it? I, I don't know. <laughs> that's not John Cleese. No. Uh, Eric, I'm in Shrek the Third. <laughs> uh, you want to be a part of it?
1: Okay. <laughs> um. No, okay, I, I,
0: real I don't quick think. He,
1: sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Monty Python okay. and the Holy Grail reference in the beginning. Oh yeah. Coconuts clapping to make the horse stomping oh, sounds.
0: You're right.
1: Okay. okay. We may So there's a, a lot of Monty Python here. More Monty Python um, lens next time. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um i don't think he phoned it in necessarily i think it's just like they didn't give him enough to do yeah i think is my my position on eric he's there for maybe all but like 10 maybe 15 minutes yeah and he's not that like his character isn't that funny they'd like yeah. and, and i and think doesn't he was have an arc it's just he's there yeah and he and messes it, stuff yeah. up and it but it's not funny
1: Maybe his arc was left on the cutting room floor with the donkey and puss switch bodies for every reason arc. Maybe okay. that's all just yeah. in some deleted okay. yeah, storyboard somewhere.
0: Yeah. I don't know. This movie just feels like they made it because they knew it would make money. And they were like, well, we got to make another Shrek movie. So yeah, what happens in this one? Yeah. All right. That sounds good enough. Yeah. Let's do and, it. And a lot of the ideas weren't fully realized. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of half-formed ideas, and I think they kind of stumbled into like some interesting things. Like, I mean, I, I do think it's worth. I think it, I, it's a good idea for Shrek to grapple with the idea of having babies. You know, like it's not it's not a bad idea, but I just think they kind of threw it into a different movie, mm-hmm. uh, so that there might there was a little bit of emotional weight and. Uh, I don't think the journey he goes on necessarily uh, justifies his feelings at the end about like, now he's okay with it because he heard a Cyclops having a nice moment with his daughter. That's like basically the only thing that happens that changes his mind. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I, I, I I did not, I, I don't love this movie. Yeah. But it's not uh, terrible. It's not terrible. It has mo- it has some really funny stuff in it, but not enough to to save it for me. How do we rank this film? Um, i I think I have an idea. Do you want me I'm to not- go, or do you do you want to do you want to think about it a little longer? Uh, yeah, I'll. I- let me let me see where you put it and let me see if it's the same where I would put it. Okay. So It's pretty low on mine. Okay. We'll start at number 1. Remember last time I said there's there's three distinct categories in this movie list. There's the ones I loved, the ones that I liked, and the ones that I did not like. Okay. So number 1, Shrek 2. Uh, number two shrek number three is chicken run number four is wallace and gromit the curse of the were rabbit number five is the prince of egypt number six is madagascar number seven is flushed away also uh number seven starts the category of i liked this movie i didn't love it Mm -hmm. and these films are flushed away number eight the, the road to el dorado number nine sinbad legend of the seven seas and ten over the hedge, and now there's one movie that that sits on the border between I liked it and I didn't like it, and at number eleven is Shrek the Third. Okay, uh, there were I can count on one hand the moments in this movie that I that I think are very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think over the hedge overall is more enjoyable perhaps. I don't know. I barely liked that movie, but I thought it was okay. Yeah. And I think Shrek the third is, is less fun than that movie is. And then number, number 12 ants, number 13, shark tail, number 14 horse movie. Okay. Um, I mostly agree with you, but our lists are, are definitely changing. Yeah, for sure. Uh number 1 for me Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were-Rabbit, number 2 Shrek 2, number 3 Shrek, number 4 Chicken Run, number 5 Flushed Away, number 6 Madagascar, number 7 Road to El Dorado, number 8 Prince of Egypt, number 9 Shrek the 3rd. Okay. Number 10 Over the Hedge. Okay. I I think While Over the Hedge was a safe Okay, movie like nothing too great or grand about it, but nothing too underwhelming. I would watch Shrek the Third again before I watched Over the Hedge again. Okay, uh, 11 is Sinbad, 12 is Shark Tale, 13 is Ants, 14 is Horse Movie. Hmm. Ooh, do you have a Rotten Tomato score, John, that, that Maddie and I can guess? Of the tomato meter. Yes, absolutely. So again, uh, it's going to be uh, the Tomato Meter, which is going to be the critics' overall—I uh, guess not decision, but like overall rating. Yeah, Maddie, so, do you have a guess at the what the Tomato Meter score for this movie was?
1: I'm gonna say forty-seven percent.
0: Ooh, that's a pretty good guess. I feel like you're right. You're you're right there. I think it's you. You could either go forty six or forty eight <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you're right. Uh I'll I'll go with. I'll try. I, I won't do that. I won't. I won't do one up of one above or one below. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. All right. I think. I think. I'm gonna go with like fifty three. Okay, the tomato meter for Shrek the Third is. The answer to the universe and life itself, forty-two. Wow. Oh. Okay, Maddie, you were closer. Good, good work. Maddie was closer on that one. Uh, the critics' consensus is: Shrek the Third has pop culture pop shot pot shots galore, but at the expense of the heart, charm, and wit that made the first two Shreks classics. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're all. They They got it. They nailed it. It's it. Yep. The tomato meter is not always right, but this time they got it right. Yeah, for sure. It's it's close to being a, a 50-50. Either you like it or you don't really care for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the yeah. audience
0: score is 52. So so the audience was kind of right there with the, with the critics. Everyone agreed. Everyone came out of that movie knowing Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. And you go into Shrek the 3rd and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see what my favorite... Fairy tale friends are getting into this time and you walk out and you're just like, uh, I mean, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they made money. And I, I, I remember that feeling. Like I went to the theater to see this movie. It was like a rare occasion where like, I went to the movies with my mom. Cause my mom doesn't really go to the movies and she doesn't really care about movies, but Shrek the third came out. And so me and my mom and my little sister, we went to see it. And I was like, "Wow, Shrek the Third! You know, like this is going to be great." And I, I was, I walked out of there, and I was like, "I, I don't even remember what movie. Like, I don't remember the movie I just watched because I was so, just like, not into it." Yeah. Uh. So. eh, It's okay. It's 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 fine. There's worse movies in the world. Yes. (laughs) Yes, there is. Uh, Maddie. You got any plugs? You got anything for people to check out?
1: Uh, Listen, I'm going to put out some stuff at some point. My Instagram and Twitter are Maddie G. Hammond. I'm on the internet. Uh, That's about it for now. But if you're looking for me in Orlando, cut it out because I am not there anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were going to be going away, Maddie, and I wish I could have said bye. But hey, at least we're talking now.
1: Uh, I'm I'm more of a I'm like twenty five percent Irish and it shows in my goodbyes, but I think <laughs> that you're just gonna have to come visit. <laughs> I'll also be coming hey, to visit Orlando.
0: I've got such a good excuse now to finally go visit uh Exactly LA. Exactly. Why not?
1: I will be yeah. everybody's excuse for whatever <laughs> undetermined time that I am here. But yes, just you can follow me on the internet, Maddie G. Hammond on everything, except TikTok. I'm Maddie.Hammond there. I, I can't get Maddie G. Hammond for some reason. The account doesn't exist, so oh, who knows? What? This is my this is my real struggle. Occasionally, I'll post on TikTok. <laughs> it's kind of like people have Finstas. I just dump stuff on TikTok. You know what? They get like four likes, so I'm pretty famous right now. <laughs>
0: and imagine the Maddie G. Hammond on TikTok that's like, ugh. I have to be Maddie.hammond everywhere else except TikTok.
1: Yeah. Except TikTok. I'm stuck with this dang G. There are a lot of Maddie Hammonds <laughs> on the internet. So I'm, you know, happy to have something. that I don't have to be like Maddie Ham, yeah. 82756 <laughs> or something. I'm pretty basic.
0: Name. Always with the numbers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. with the numbers. But yeah, I'll uh, look forward to seeing you guys next time. Hopefully I'll have something exciting to plug next time. But we'll see. Maybe I won't. Either way, we're going to have fun.
0: Well, we'll we'll be watching. Uh, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say like Law and Order or something, but that films in New York, I think. So that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be what you're on. But okay, yeah. Just yeah. let us know. We'll be yeah. we'll be following. Oh yeah. Uh, John. Yes. What you got? Nothing. Go on. Yes, you do. You've got you've got the Family Ghouls. You got Pangolin presents the Family Ghouls, a new punk rock Halloween spooktacular. Brought to you by your favorite uh, dream jerks uh, who are also playing music in a band called Pangolin. But Kenneth, and you ha- you you have Pangolin presents the family ghouls on October 2nd at Will's pub in Orlando featuring five new songs by the family ghouls, plus some other hijinks and acting and jokes galore. Yes. A whole stage production written Uh, And created by uh, four people who have no business doing any such thing. Um, (laughs) uh, And we have a single out from the Pangolin Presents the Family Ghouls EP. uh, And that song is called Bloodsucker. The S in that is a dollar sign so that you can find it when you look for it on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere that you can find music. So the song is called Bloodsucker. The S is a dollar sign in that word. And it is based on an internet joke where Dracula owes people money. Yeah, And we wrote a song about that. Not only did we write a song, but we also have a music video out on YouTube. We have a music video out on YouTube. And it is in, in the style inspired by Action League Now, a Nickelodeon thing that was on Kablam and then became its own show. And our video is kind of like that. Where it's like yeah. toy toys, acting out the song, and it's a lot of fun. It's good silly stuff. Uh, if you're listening to this, then you will enjoy that because we did it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we did this too. So go ahead and uh, give us a give us a listen, give us a watch, and uh, be on the lookout for more silly stuff coming from your dream jerks. Uh, in addition to that. Oh yeah. And the, the, the full EP comes out September 3rd and the show is October 2nd. Like John said, yes. uh, you can find the band at Pangolin FL on all social media and everywhere on the internet and including now also PangolinFL.com, which will just, it's a link tree. It'll just link you to everything else, but it's the one place where you can find everything that we do on the internet. Uh, and for more information on The Family Ghouls Show, you can go to tfg.pangolinfl.com. You can also find me on the internet at King Kemen on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow this show at DreamJerksPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm about to go look to see if we have any new Apple podcast reviews. Let's find out if let's we find have out. any new let's reviews find out. Let's, let's find out let's find out let's find out, out. <laughs> Let, let's find out we don't hey okay. go, leave us a review on apple podcast it looks like we've gotten more ratings we have 11 ratings now Ooh, unanimous five stars critics agree Dream Jerks podcast is the best podcast on the internet. You can't listen to anything else and get any more information about Australian fast food. Everyone agrees. That's like um, 55 stars. It is 55 stars. We have 55 stars. <laughs> Take that walk of fame. Yeah. You think you're all big shot over there in Hollywood, Maddie, with the walk of fame. We have 55 stars over here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and they're not on the ground. Yeah. <laughs>
1: People we, don't even step on them. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, we keep them close to our hearts, like little babies. Yeah, just, little, little donkey dragon babies. Like I love track them...
1: babies. <laughs> Ogre babies. Dada.
0: Why are you so close to the mic? Saying that to me, <laughs> ASMR. Um, Ogre this babies. the shot, the shot of donkey with the baby's face saying "dada." Yeah, is scarier than. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> um.
1: so we we'll a design designer Halloween Horror Nights tie-in. It's just Ogre Babies. That one did projectile vomit pea soup. Very exorcist oh, style. Everywhere. So Yeah. <laughs> Tasting Ugh. this for a different podcast. This could be the Halloween special. I would like to be on it, but yes.
0: Yeah, you can come on and talk about Shrek the uh, or Scared Shrekless yeah. whenever babies. we get there. No. Baby um, ogres. no. I think ogre babies. I don't like it. I think we should cover <laughs> we should cover the Shrek holiday specials in the order of their release, and I think Shrek the Halls was the first one. So, uh, Sh- Sh- Scared Shrekless will have to be Halloween 2022, I think, in Listen, order to keep it in order. Dibs,
1: you everybody writing reviews. I know there's a lot of you. Demand me for <laughs> <laughs> for Scared Shrekless. I am ready. Yeah. I'm booked and blessed. See you on Halloween.
0: <laughs> Sounds great.
1: Next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or wait, maybe Scared Shrekless was the first one. It was the ride. Is it the first one? What year did this come out? Scared Shrekless. No, it was 2010. Okay. So yeah, Shrek the Halls was first. All right. Mm.
1: We'll keep them waiting.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, right. yeah, you, you, we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, um, you can also email the show at Dream Podcast. At gmail.com if you have anything that you want to tell us about. So anyway, that's that's the business. That's everything we've got for you. Thanks for joining us here on Dream drink's Podcast. The ride is over. The show is over. I hope you enjoyed your meal here at the Shrek Dinner Show. Uh, Smoke Vanish, Alpha Zeta Bones Jones, uh, <laughs> Marcos Lightspeed. I, I added a band member, John, based on a Snapchat you sent me. Oh, uh, which, what, what cra- was it? Crazy Calzone. <laughs> oh, you added Crazy Calzone? Yeah, I added Crazy Calzone. Nice. Uh, oh, that's right. C- Crazy Calzone on trombone. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, which I thought Alpha Zeta Bones Jones played a trombone, but... There can be more than one trombonist. <sighs> yeah. Well, now there has to be. <laughs> because we got two perfect Trombone player names, yeah. I think Marco Lightspeed plays guitar. Smoke Vanishes our singer, so we need a, we need a bassist and a drummer at least, and then maybe like a trumpet or saxophone to complete. Oh, and a keys key, keyboard player. So yeah, yeah for for any good ska band. But anyway, we'll see you all at band practice. As for us. Uh that's going to com- conclude this episode. Thanks so much. We'll see you in 2 weeks when we're talking about B movie. Oh my god. Oh boy. We we finally made it to B movie. I can't wait. So, in order to do that, for the dream to work, we got to go to sleep. So, good night. Night. Say good night, Maddie.
1: Good night, Ogre babies. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Put the donkey baby. Dream Podcast has no affiliation with Dreamworks Animation, Universal Pictures or Comcast NBC Universal. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Pangolin.
1: Here's
0: a bullet, baby. I stop.